Good morning. Today is Friday, June 4th, 2021. In our Parsha, we learn of the devastating consequence of the sin of the spies and the Jewish people who accepted their negative report. The Torah says that God says, In this desert you will see your end, and here you will die. You will not go into the land of Israel. Only your children, the next generation, will merit entering the land of Israel. There's a great Hasidic Rebbe, Rabbi Pinchas Karatzer, who looks at these words in a figurative manner and says that the words can be read a little bit differently. Bamidbar, which of course means in the desert, that's where the Jewish people were at that time, but that could also be read as the word, including the word davar, which means word or speech. And the word yitamu, which means come to an end, meaning come to the end of your life, God forbid. But also the word could mean yitamu from tam, complete or whole. And Rapimcha says that speech can bring completeness, wholeness to a person. Through words, you can reach wholeness and completeness. But also, God forbid, words can bring terrible damage. But words could also bring, God forbid, death. Speech can bring great heights, but God forbid, it can also cause death and destruction. One has to be so careful with words. And that's really the intent of the famous line in the book of Mishlei, the book of Proverbs. Maves v'chayim biyad halashon. Death and life depend on our tongue, depend on what we say and what we don't say. So I heard the following story from Rabbi Melech Biederman. It is a true story about that terrible night seven weeks ago in Meron on Lagba Omer. There was a man, a Rebbe, a teacher in a yeshiva, and he was sleeping at home that night. And he received a phone call at three o'clock in the morning, one of his students was among those who passed away. Now, this boy was not an easy student. The Rebbe had a hard time dealing with him. But the Rebbe, of course, was shocked and saddened to hear this tragic news that his student had passed away in this terrible tragedy. And this Rebbe realized at three o'clock in the morning that he would soon have to deliver a eulogy at this boy's funeral. In Israel, funerals take place right away. So he sat 
alone at three in the morning and thought to himself, what can I say positive about this boy? What good things can I find to say? And the truth is the only thing that occurred to him immediately is that when the boy was not there, the class was much better. But he couldn't say that. So he was sitting with pen and paper at three in the morning, trying to think of anything he could say in his eulogy. Finally, he remembered one time this boy asked a good question in class. All right, so he wrote that down. And then he remembered one time he saw this boy studying late at night and he wrote that down. Then he remembered one time he saw this boy do a favor for someone else. He wrote that down. After sitting and thinking, he came up with about seven or eight positive things to say in his eulogy. The Rebbe was sitting by himself and thinking about this. And he said to himself, it's really a shame. He wasn't really a bad boy. He just needed a few words of encouragement. If I had just encouraged him, he said to himself, I'm sure he would have been on a better path. And this Rebbe started to feel really bad, responsible for not doing more, for not saying a few words to encourage this boy. And it bothered him terribly. The Rebbe was talking to himself, but he also began speaking to the boy, to the neshama of this boy. And he said to this boy, I feel so bad, I let you down. He said, your soul is now ascending to heaven. When you come before God, here's what you should say to God. You should say to God, I really was a good boy. I was just lacking a little encouragement. And the Rebbe says to this boy's neshama, when you come before God, blame me, the Rebbe says, because I'm responsible. I could have provided a few words of encouragement, but I didn't. I am responsible, the Rebbe says. This was Friday morning at 3 a.m. You may remember in the chaos at Meron, it took a long time to identify all of the bodies. And in the initial reports, there was confusion and even some errors. Two hours before Shabbos, the Rebbe got another phone call. The boy was actually alive. The first phone call had been a mistake. And this Rebbe said to himself, 
Now I know what I have to do. I will make sure now to give those words of encouragement. Speech can achieve yitamu, completeness. It can help another be uplifted. He could save, he could rescue this boy with just a few words. And it's not just this problematic boy. Every single one of us needs to hear a few words of encouragement. We can complete each other. We can lift each other up. We can rescue each other with just a few well-chosen words of encouragement. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a fantastic Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.